I'm your boy KB, Stay Fresh of the Stay Fresh Lifestyle. And you've tuned in to this week's episode of The Refresh, the number one podcast that's going to motivate, encourage, and inspire you. Are y'all ready? Well, let's go. everybody happy new year and welcome to the refresh where we have authentic conversations about life and our walk with christ and all these conversations are geared to motivate encourage and inspire you in some way or another well happy new year to everybody uh we haven't talked in such a long time it feels like um the holiday season was here and everybody was busy and so we just took some time off to be with our families and celebrate these unprecedented holidays uh, was totally different. How was your holiday? Did you guys go anywhere? Did you see family that you wanted to see? Or did you just kind of chill at home? Um, man, 2020 was one for the books, I must say. Um, no one ever could have thought that it would have been that way or ended that way. But let me tell you, man, to God be the glory. If you're listening, you made it. Uh, 2021 is here and it is a chance for us to start anew. Um, hopefully you've made some, some changes in your life that you want to carry over from 2020. You know, maybe it was, man, I'm working out now. Maybe it is, uh, I'm reading more or maybe it's, man, I'm really taking time to, you know, examine myself and have self-care. Self-care is so big. And I think in the future, we're going to do an episode on, you know, self-care, self-love, um, just taking care of oneself mentally, physically, and emotionally. It's super important that we do that. Well, let me tell you, today we are going to wrap up the weight series. Now, when we ended, uh, well, when we I should say when we took a break, we were on the third part of the weight series, and it was what to do while you wait. But I'm going to tell you, today... I'm going to just wrap this thing up, man. Uh, I think we've been waiting long enough to get through it. But uh, it was important that you guys know that uh, everybody has a season. And, and we all go through seasons. And not all seasons are going to be a season of getting things or getting revelation or getting answers, immediate answers from God. Sometimes we're going to have to wait. I mean, you may be... Um, you know, on a football team and you may have been the best player in your high school, but when you got to college, man, you might have had to wait until you earned the spot uh, on the starting uh, roster. And, and that same goes for basketball, uh, same goes for a position at your job. You may have come in and wanting to be a manager, but guess what? Sometimes you have to wait until that comes. And in that waiting, you're developing new skills. You're developing uh, self-confidence. You're learning how to manage. You're learning how to, you know, uh, do different types of things so that when you become that manager or when you get on that starting roster, man, you are everything that uh, people are expecting you to be as uh, a leader or in the top spot. So let me tell you, um, we're, we're going to go into part three and then into part four. But part three is real quick. We've hit some of these points already where uh, we're talking about what to do while you're waiting. And so the first point is don't worry. Don't worry about people, especially those who are enjoying gifts, 
we are waiting on. So don't even look at people and compare yourself and be like, well, why they got that already? And I'm over here waiting. Nah, that's that's not what the Bible says. If you check out Psalms 37 one, uh, it'll tell you exactly what to do. Uh, and the second uh, point in don't worrying is when we look and think about what others have, we open ourselves up to envy. Now, let me tell you, I have been a victim of envy. I've been bitten by the envy bug and it didn't even come in in a, in a in a sense of you know how how they make it seem on like cartoons or movies where you know it you get it it gets all dark and everything turns green because you know green is the color of envy and no that that's not how it happened for me but slowly but surely i just started looking at what other this other person had and i was like man i wish i had that man look at that oh man i can't wait till i get that Man, I wish, and you know what it did? It took my eyes off of what God had blessed me with right in front of me. And so thinking about that, when you look about, when you think about others and what they have, we open ourselves up to envy. I'm going to tell you, don't get bitten by the envy bug, okay? Keep your mind focused on exactly what you have because I'm going to tell you, God has given you everything you need. You don't have to go out and try to make a way to gain more things. Uh, to make you feel better or or because you think you don't have enough. God has provided you with everything that you need. So let me tell you, while you're waiting, don't worry. Whatever you feel like you're lacking, God is going to provide. The second thing, trust the process. Now, I hate when people overuse this, right? Everything is trust the process, trust the process. But do we really know what that means? That means you're trusting in God. In Psalm 37, 3 and 5, it says, commit your way to the Lord. That means give all your burdens to God. Um, when disappointment settles in, take it to God in prayer. Now, that's one thing that I can say I have become better at um, is praying. And I know that for me, when I'm driving to work, that's like my perfect time to pray because I'm by myself. It's quiet. I can hear uh, I can hear what the Lord is saying to me. And then I can hear my own thoughts about you know, what I want to say back to the Lord. And let me remind you, prayer is a two-way conversation. It isn't just about um, you telling God what you want, but it's also hearing God and what he's saying in response to uh, what you're praying about. Now, again, if you go back and listen, you'll learn that sometimes God doesn't respond right away. It's not that he doesn't respond, but sometimes he just doesn't respond right away. And so that's a part of the waiting. You're waiting for this response. But this says, trust the process, trust in God. So you may feel burdened down as you're waiting for God to respond. And let me tell you, all you need to do is go back to him in prayer. Check out also Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. That's one of probably, um, probably one of my favorite verses. And uh, I'll pull it up real quick. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, I'm going to read from the NLT version. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. That says it everything in a nutshell. Like, you don't even have to worry about what to do while you're trusting the process. Because if you trust God, he's going to show you which path to take. So the next point. Do good while you're waiting, 
Don't be discouraged. Don't worry. Trust the process and do good. Psalms 37, 3. And as I'm saying these, I'm pulling them up so we can uh, read them together. So Psalms 37, 3. Um, It says, trust the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. That's the NLT version. For some reason, I have the amplified version. So I'm going to go to that and read it because I think it says something that would connect with you. It says, trust, rely and have confidence in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness. Wow. I mean, whew, that says a lot. And that, in my notes, I wrote, as you lean into God, giving him all your burdens and thoughts and concerns, the pressure is lifted off of you. Now you're not looking at what you don't have, but you're being confident, you're being content with what you do have. You are receiving from God. Then you start to look for opportunities to give you that same peace to others by providing or meeting a need. How many of us have prayed that God would send us, you know, answer our prayer in some way where, you know, we're looking for someone to give to us. That's me. I'm raising my hand as you're listening to me. But how many times have we prayed and asked God for us to be a a answer to someone else's prayer? To me, that takes a bigger person to say, God, I know I need something, but while I'm waiting for you to bless me with what I need, How about you help me meet someone else's need? And let me tell you, when you do that, it's such a it's such a wonderful feeling to be able to to meet someone's needs. Um, A friend of mine, we were talking today and as we were leaving uh, the church where we were at talking, uh, we were putting on our gloves because it's cold outside. Right. I noticed he put on his gloves and I'm saying, hey, man, my gloves are they're crap. They don't keep any heat out it. They don't keep any heat in and they let all the they don't keep any heat in and they let all the cold in. I think that makes sense. Right. So basically, my gloves are just cute gloves. They don't do anything particular. But I noticed as he was putting on his gloves, he was like, yeah, man, I love these gloves. These are like my favorite gloves. They're tight so I can, you know, still move around and do what I need to do. I don't have to fumble. But there was a big hole in his gloves. And He's like, yeah, you know, and I'm saying to myself, like, man. He must have had those gloves for a long time. And then he says, no, actually, I just got the, <laughs> I just got these gloves in uh, around Thanksgiving. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they got a hole in them. It's definitely defeating the purpose of what a glove is supposed to do. So I took that opportunity and, and God laid it on my heart because I wasn't smart enough to just do it on my own. But I went to the store and I said, man, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a buy some gloves for my guy. And so what I did, I bought him some gloves and then I text him on my way. out. I said, hey, between now and Sunday, don't buy no gloves, bro. I got you a pair. Now, did he specifically pray, God, please send somebody to, you know, get buy me a new pair of gloves? Probably not. He probably wasn't even thinking about somebody providing him gloves because I'm sure he could do it himself. But in the midst of everything that he's got going on, gloves were probably at the bottom of his uh, to do list. But like I said, God was so gracious enough 
to put that on my mind. And I was obedient enough to say, you know what? I'm buying these gloves. I didn't have to, but I did. So I, it was a blessing to meet someone else's need. And so like this says, while you're waiting for God to, you know, give you an answer or bless you with, uh, provide you with what you're asking for, do good. So we said, don't worry, trust the process and do good. This last point, and we've covered this one before uh, previously, but this one says to delight yourself in the Lord. This is Psalms 37, four NLT. So I'm going to go back to the NLT version and go back to uh, verse four. It says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. So what does that mean? How do you take delight in the Lord? I'm glad you asked. To delight yourself in the Lord is to simply take your eyes off of what you want and place them on what he desires. Wow. Take your eyes off of what you want and place them on what God desires. So what does God desire for you? What is he calling you to? I'm sure there's some things that you desire, but is that what God wants? Is that his will for you or is that your will for yourself? And we're talking about delighting yourself in the Lord. So some of the ways that I wrote down how you could delight yourself in the Lord is meditate on scripture. And that simply means just reading scripture and then thinking about what is this scripture saying to me? You can pray. You can worship. You can do his will. You can have an honest heart. And you can be obedient. Those are the ways that you worship God. It isn't just singing. It isn't just a song, which I feel like we're mostly told worship is a time where you sing and, you know, and, and that it's totally OK to do those things while you are worshiping. But worshiping is like an ever moving thing by being obedient to God. That's worshiping him. So when I bought those gloves for my friend, that was an act of worship because God put that on my heart. And I was obedient and I bought them uh, meditate on scripture. That that's that's easy. That's that's easy to um, to do in a sense of. You know, opening up your Bible and, and maybe you only have one scripture that, you know, right now, and that's totally fine. But find that scripture in the Bible, read it and then close your eyes and just be quiet and sit still. And and ask God, Lord, what are you saying to me? through this scripture, because God's word is a living word. That means it's always going to give you a new revelation. Anytime you go back and read scripture, you always should get a new perspective on what it's saying. I know I do. So those are the ways that you can delight yourself in the Lord. So real quick, as you wait, don't worry. Psalm 37, one and Psalm 37, seven. Trust the process, which is simply trust in God. That's Psalm 37, 3 and 5 and Proverbs 5. I'm sorry, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Number three, do good. Psalms 37, 3, Amplified Bible. 
And the last one is delight yourself in the Lord. And that's Psalms 37 for NLT. So listen, after we come back from this break, we'll talk about the blessing that comes in waiting on God. We'll be right back. All right, and welcome back to The Refresh, the number one podcast that is going to motivate, encourage, and inspire you in some way through these messages that we get to you through this podcast. So now we're talking about the blessing of waiting, the benefits of waiting. So you've spent this time waiting on God. You've you've delighted yourself in God. You did good. You trusted the process. You prayed. You worshiped. And now God is finally revealing to you or answering your prayer. And so what is the benefit of waiting other than just receiving what you've asked for? Well, one of the things is having a renewed mind, an inner strength. And that comes from Isaiah 40, 31. And that says, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. <laughs> they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Man, when you're talking about a renewed mind, that means when you get to going because you've waited and you've built yourself up in God through all of those uh, uh, things that you've done while waiting, you're coming out stronger. So that means those things that used to you know, trip you up before, they're not going to be as uh, successful at, tri- as tripp- at tripping you up now because you have, you're going to have a renewed mind. You're going to have a different perspective on looking at things. You're going to be able just to you know, be strong in the Lord. Number two, learn to place our hope in God, not in our circumstance. So that comes out of two verses, Matthew 6.33 and Philippians 4.19. I'm going to go to those real quick. Um, Matthew 6. So Matthew is uh, part of the New Testament. Um, Matthew. Here we go. Matthew 6. 33. And if you guys don't know, um, in the Bible, where whenever it's notated in red writing, that means Jesus was talking. So in Matthew, Jesus does a lot of talking. And it says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Learn to place our hope in God and not in our circumstance. That is so good. If you guys remember, we talked about Abraham and Sarai and how they really looked at their circumstance instead of relying on what God told them. And if you read and find out the story about uh, Abraham and Sarai, you will see that because of their um, disbelief and, and, and trying to do things before the time period that, you know, God allowed them to have children, they really messed up stuff and they had to go back and clean up such a mess. But that's because they looked at their circumstance and didn't trust God. They didn't trust the process. So I want you guys to make sure that you learn to place your hope in God and not in circumstances. And our second verse for this um, point is Philippians 4, 19. And that says, and this same God who takes care of me 
will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. I love that verse. Um, it's probably one of my favorite verses that helps calm me when when I when I when I'm feeling uncertain. When I when I look at my circumstance, right? When I say, man, you know what? I got bills and not enough money or I have, you know, not enough clients coming in and 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 it just it really just centers me and and lets me know that God is going to supply all my needs. And all I have to do is just be faithful over what he's given me. So we're moving on to our last point, and it is see God's plan happen for us. I'm sorry, this is not our last point. We have one more. <laughs> I, I'm glad that we have one more because it is one of the biggest ones. But this one is seeing God's plans happen for us. And that's in Psalm 27, 3, 13. Uh, and I'm going to go there because I like reading you guys these verses because I don't know where when when you're listening or where you're listening. You may not have the opportunity to whip your Bible out, but for me, it's cool that I get to share this with you. So Psalm 27, 13, it says, yet I am confident I will see the goodness while I am. Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. And I'm going to go ahead and read 14 as well. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Let me tell you, man, the the Bible is so good. It's so good because um, it just gives you the tools you need for life. Like the, God didn't create us for us to be here and do life, you know, with our own mind. I, I think he already knew we couldn't handle this. Like, come on, man. Who can really, who can really think about how to do everything day to day, how to take care of yourself, how to do this, how to do that is there's no way. So God set up a manual called the Bible and, and through People, um, you know, prophets and, 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 and disciples and, and kings and all these people, they wrote what God had them to write. They, they wrote what God said to them and they wrote it out and it became the Bible. And so it's not man's words, but it's God's words written by man. And that's why it's always living. That's why it's always giving you a new perspective because they're God's words and God never stops. God has never stopped. He's always moving. He's omnipresent, which means he's everywhere. He's omnipotent, which means he's everything. So, man, I just love the Bible. Our last point before we get out of here is gratitude. One of the benefits of waiting is experiencing gratitude. And this comes out of First Thessalonians 518. And I'm going to read it. And it says, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. I'm going to read that one more time because I think I needed to hear it again. It says, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So not only 
be thankful in all circumstances. But guess what? God already knew you were going to be in that circumstance. So just be thankful. Be thankful that he's going to provide. Be thankful that he's not going to leave you. Be thankful that he's going to supply all your needs. God is such. He's such a gentleman, you know, he, 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 he just doesn't he doesn't lie. He doesn't go back on his promises. He doesn't go back on his word. He's actually faithful over his promises. He watches over his promises like he wants good things for you. And so I just want to tell you, um, if you if you guys are into music, check out the song All of My Help by Willow Worship. It's a great song to listen to. Uh, I dare say it's a great song to worship to. Uh, if you want to use, you know, that song to usher you in or, you know, get ready to meditate on God's word or pray. It's one of the best songs I've heard um, this year. And so with that being said, guys, we have just wrapped up our series on waiting. Uh, it was a great series. I mean, we talked about waiting and what does it mean to wait on the Lord? And then we talked about why do we wait? And then we talked about what to do while waiting. And then we end it with the benefits and the blessing of waiting. So I hope that this series has encouraged, motivated, and inspired you to wait for God, not to try to make things happen on your own, and to really know what to do while you're waiting. Because you're not waiting in vain, but you're waiting to, to, to strengthen, for God to strengthen you for the next thing that's coming. Well, let me say this. If you would review share, write a, uh, write a review. I said that already, but I want you to write a review and let us know or let people know that find this podcast, that it's working and that God is talking to you through this podcast. I've had such an excellent time doing this. Did you guys like the new intro? Well, guess what? We got a new outro as well. Hey, I'm your boy KB. Stay fresh of the stay fresh lifestyle crew and we hope to see you back next week on another episode of The Refresh. Hey, guys, it's been fun. I'll talk to you later. Love you. Peace.